0: So as a physical therapist, one of the f- more frustrating parts of my job is when a client comes to me with an image and she's kind of freaking out about it. And when I say image, I mean x-ray or MRI or a CT scan. And um, this happens a lot. And I don't know if it's because of the undereducation that whoever read the image is giving this person or if they're like... And when I say that, I mean, they're throwing around these fancy terms, these fancy medical terms that we're not really sure what they mean. And instead of asking the person, all, you, all you, she hears is a fancy medical term. There's something wrong with my image. And then that's it. Like the mind just goes blank and it becomes a catastrophizing event, which is not good for anybody. And even worse She goes home and Googles what's happening on the image. And Google's just a scary place sometimes. (laughs) Um, Sometimes it does more harm than good. And I kind of like try to steer people away from Google. But so yeah, sometimes, and we're going to talk about the circumstances in which this doesn't apply. But sometimes your imaging results and the image itself does more harm than it actually does good and we're also going to talk about why when somebody comes to me with these results depending on what they say um, I don't care like honestly that makes me sound like such so like dismissive but I just don't care and I'm going to tell you why We're going to get into all that and more on today's episode. You might want to wear headphones for this. Um, As you know, I tend to drop a lot of four-letter words, especially when I get passionate about something. So um, get your headphones and let's get in gear. Welcome to Finally Fearless, a podcast devoted to getting your damn life back. My name is Dr. Melissa Chofi, a physical therapist who is absolutely sick and tired of seeing women like you fall victim to bullshit products, bullshit advice, and being made to feel like you have to accept a bullshit life. Here we will uncover the good, the bad, and the ugly in regard to the health and wellness realm and have some fun along the way. I'm so excited that you've taken the first step in getting your damn life back. Let's get into the episode. So, truth be told, this episode was actually inspired by one of my favorite trash reality TV shows entitled 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After. (laughs) And I just love that show so much. So, there's this character on there, and I'm going to say character because I'm pretty sure that all of these stories are made up. I mean, come on, nobody's life is that ridiculous. Although I'm sure there are some people who's are, but whatever. So this woman, Tanya, she, bro- I think she broke her ankle. And so the episode shows her going to the, going to her surgeon or her doctor. I'm not really sure who he is. I should have paid better attention. And he's like going over her x-ray and he's like, oh, well, you know, everything looks like it's healing well, blah, blah, blah. But you're probably going to have arthritis in two years. And the way she interprets this messaging is just insane. Like she goes home and she's on the couch like freaking out and basically like reverberating around the fact that her life is over and she's only 30 and it's just crazy. And then so also truth be told, I follow a lot of 90 Day Fiance Instagram accounts just because like I'm crazy like that. And one of the accounts made a meme of her going through this and all the comments under it We're like, oh my god, I can't believe you have to deal with this. Arthritis is so scary. Oh my god. Oh my god, this means you can't do anything. Oh, you need to bike and you need to swim. And that's all you can do. Just be so careful. And I'm sitting there like, this is insane. And for me, like, I promised my boyfriend I would stop fighting with people on the internet and making comments about things because it just gets me riled up. So I didn't comment on any of them. Even though I know that most of it's bullshit. But... I was like, I got to do a podcast episode about this imaging crap because it actually makes us like more debilitated than we really are. Like, I don't know what happens in the brain that I guess it's because of the verbiage and like what you're being told and what we're meant to believe. But we turn into these victims like this whole like, oh, my God, I'm 30 and I'm falling apart because my my ankle has arthritis and it's just, that's just not the truth of the matter. So um, let me preface this episode by saying none of this is intended to be medical advice. It's all for educational and entertainment purposes. If you have something that's going on and you want further clarification, I suggest you contact your physical therapist or your MD or your surgeon or what have you for further clarification. Don't ask me about it because I haven't evaluated you. Um, Don't ask Google about it because it's going to scare you even more. So ask for for further clarification from your provider and get the answers that you need and demand the answers that you want because you deserve it. This is your health on the line. So um, that being said, let's talk about let's talk about oh and wait let me get into this other one other point. So again, when I say I don't give a shit about your imaging, I don't mean I don't give a shit about your x-ray if something traumatic or acute happens. And when I say those two words, I mean something like you were in a car accident or you fell down the stairs. Or you dropped like an anvil on your head. (laughs) You know, that reminds me of Roadrunner days. But anyway, that's what I mean. So in those cases, x-rays and imaging are important. Being that um, you could have a break somewhere. And when that happens, depending on the significance of the break, how big it is. And where it is, you might need to be casted, you might need surgery, you might not be able to be weight bearing or put weight through it for a certain amount of time. So all of those events, I definitely care about your x ray. And I definitely care about what's going on. Um, Again, another thing I wanted to point out, if it's something like you woke up one day, and you couldn't walk and you felt paralyzed. Yeah, I'm going to give a shit about your MRI, because something's going on, probably with the spinal cord. So that's a a huge red flag another thing is if you notice significant changes in your bowel and bladder like you can't control it one day out of the blue or something like that that's a huge red flag or like there's bleeding there's blood in your stool there's blood in your urine yeah i care what your imaging says those are all um extenuating circumstances there i consider them all red flags emergency situations So that's when I'm going to give a shit about your imaging. I'm talking about if you've been having nagging back or neck pain for years and you go get an x-ray and it shows stenosis, which is a fancy word for arthritis, in your spine. Again, very scary word. Doesn't sound good. And I Googled it one time just to like test my theory on this Google stupid bullshit And stenosis is like, oh, well, it could lead to paralysis down the line and blah, 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 and all this fear-mongering stuff. So that's why I say don't Google your symptoms or your um, diagnosis. And if you have questions, actually speak to your provider about it because Google is going to send you down a rabbit hole that you might never come out of. So sometimes Google does more harm than good. Maybe I should make an episode about that. But I'm probably going to get sued for that because they have a lot more money than I do. And Google is good for many other things. Let's throw that in there too. So all of that being said, this is more for educational and entertainment purposes. Um, so yeah, that's where we're going to start. Okay, so let's start this off by talking about what x-rays can actually find. And this is kind of good information for all of you if you go to your MD and you do receive an x-ray. Because there are some negligent shit that I'm hearing and this drives me insane. So your x-ray can show what's happening with your bones. It can show arthritis, it can show stenosis or arthritis in the spine and what's actually going on with your bone. It cannot show a herniated disc in your back. That doesn't show up on an x-ray. It cannot show a muscle tear. It cannot show a ligament tear. So if you're if you received an x-ray and also know what images you're receiving because a lot of people don't know what they got like they'll be like oh well I got an x-ray I think and it's an MRI so that really helps your practitioner kind of get to and it helps you Get to what's actually being done. Like, guys, be involved with your healthcare. That's, you need to really be your own advocate in this day and age. Like, healthcare is a money-making business. You need to know what's going on. You are, like, hyper-aware of what's going on with your phone and your electronics in regard to when they get fixed, what needs to be fixed, what needs to be done, and the diagnostics. Please be involved like that with your body. Because you're the only one who is going to advocate and call bullshit on stuff that doesn't need to be done. And like I said, healthcare has become a money-making, profit-driven business. You need to be aware of what's happening to you, of what is being required of you, of what testing you're going through. And that was a a soapbox. Again, um, I'm full of them. But please be very cautious On what you're going through to get answers Um, so that's I'm gonna start with that preface with that so like we said x-rays bone only can show arthritis now one thing that drives me crazy is this whole like bone on bone so you go in you're having knee pain right you go to the doctor they take an x-ray and your doctor tells you oh, well, you have arthritis, it's bone-on-bone, Blah. you need to do some biking, and you need to do some swimming, and no doing this, and no squatting, and no weightlifting, and none of this, and blah, blah, blah. This drives me crazy. First of all, the whole bone-on-bone bone expression pisses me off, because it's so fear-mongering. When I hear bone on bone, and I work with the body, so like I'm educated in all of this, and I know this isn't the case, but personally, when I hear bone on bone, all I think is like bones literally rubbing together and making a squeaky door hinge sound, (laughs) like, or like nails on a chalkboard, and that, oh, I hate that expression so much. I wish it would just die. So what happens with arthritis, or quote bone on bone? Although we're going to dismiss that expression because it just that does way more harm than good, and it does no education at all. So what it means is that when you have, so your joint is comprised of two bones that are approximating or live close together, and they work in conjunction with each which, with each other. Now, when those bones are sliding, there's cartilage there that makes the movement smooth. And with arthritis, that cartilage is worn down. So, um, it could cause pain. It could cause that squeaky sound, like you feel like my knee does it. When you straighten your knee, it kind of feels like it's grinding, kind of. Again, a scary term, but not a scary situation. It sounds scarier than it actually is in most cases. Now, When MDs give exercise advice, it drives me insane because it's not really like, it's not really their realm. They don't take exercise courses. They don't understand exercise programming. They don't understand exercise prescription. That is what a physical therapist does. So if your MD is telling you things like, you have arthritis, so you need to ride your bike and you need to swim. If you were sitting on your couch and doing nothing and then you're like, oh, those sound like great exercises. That's cool. Like, I'd rather you do something than nothing. It's great for range of motion, especially riding the bike and you're having knee knee issues and you're worried about stiffness. Cool. Ride your bike. That's awesome. However, it's not enough. And like, that's not nearly like, I don't like saying that, but this is the nitty gritty truth right here. Riding your bike and swimming are not enough. For any part of your body. And what is enough or what contributes to your joint health is resistive training. So strength training. And even if it's just like, well, depending on who you are, even if it's just one day a week, like training those joints and the muscles that surround and encapsulate those joints, getting them stronger is going to help you so much if you have arthritis there. Weight-bearing, strengthening, or like strength training helps strengthen the bones. It helps strengthen the muscles. And it's just overall amazing for your body. Like for lack of a better word, I couldn't think of anything just then. But um, strength training is really the ticket. So if you have an MD who is telling you to stop strength training or stop exercising or stop squatting, please seek a second opinion or go to a physical therapist. Because the another thing is when somebody has arthritis in their knees and they demonize squats, that drives me crazy. Because what do you do when you get up and down from the couch? What do you do when you sit on the toilet? You're squatting. If you're not training your body to assume a position that you're in, a lot of the time in your everyday life, there's going to be complications. And um, really employing somebody who understands progressive loading and exercise prescription and getting those muscles and those structures around your joints. And it's not just arthritic joints. It's every fucking joint in your body. You should be doing this. That's really, really key in keeping you resilient and keep giving you your fucking body back and your life back. Because over time, when the strength deteriorates and the integrity of the muscles surrounding a joint deteriorate, that's when you have stuff like pain and stiffness and you can't really get in and out of positions anymore. It's not an age issue all the time. It's an underactivity or an underutilization issue. And these like and then what makes me even more crazy about this quote bone on bone diagnosis is that it scares people from doing anything. And that's exactly what you you actually need to be doing something over resting and laying on the couch for the rest of your life and riding a bike and swimming. You need to be doing something involving loading and strength training because that's really the only thing that's going to add to your resilience and get you better. So it sounds scary and I know that a lot of you trust your MD because oh my god it's a doctor they can diagnose and blah blah blah. But also they don't understand this other aspect of the importance of exercise and the importance of body mechanics and the importance of doing things to help you better navigate your everyday life so um, just keep that in mind another thing that's kind of crazy is this idea of a herniated or bulging disc that comes out on an MRI so again if somebody's telling you that you have a bulging disc or a herniated disc and they've only taken an x-ray call them call bullshit on that because an MRI is the only thing that can show that but regardless um. If you have something like sciatica, so sciatica is actually an inflammation or a compromise on the sciatic nerve, which runs from your lower back all the way down your leg into your foot. And you have two of them, a right and a left. So what happens is if that nerve is compromised and you have like, if you have a disc bulge, it might be impeding that nerve from gliding. And just like every living tissue in our body, nerves need to glide appropriately. They need adequate nutrition. And if they don't have that, they don't have mobility, they don't have nutrition, they're gonna get pissed off and they might cause sciatica. So sciatica could be anything from your lower back, down your leg, it could result in pain, it could result in numbness, it could result in tingling. And what happens with herniated discs or bulging discs is this nerve actually travels out from your spine. And with a bulging disc, you have discs in between each of your vertebrae. So for whatever reason, this disc is bulging or protruding, it could protrude from the back. So it could be pushing out towards the back of your body or it could be pushing out from the front. When that happens, it kind of like compresses the nerve, so the nerve doesn't get adequate nutrition, or it's not gliding appropriately, it's not moving appropriately, and that's what's sending those symptoms down your leg. Um, so that's what a herniated or a bulging disc is. And part of the fear mongering that goes into this is when people, either these posters are hanging up all over MD offices, and I hate I hate these posters, and I used to have it in a lot of my clinics my physical therapy clinics and I just never showed people. I like actually showed them on a model because the posters are scary as fuck. And what the poster shows is it's a spine with the disc and the disc is pushing out and it's got a big red, like it looks like the little emoji explosion pushing out from the spine. And it's, a scary image and that's all you see when you hear herniated disc and you're like holy shit my spine's gonna explode because it looks like a little mini bomb in your spine if you're looking at this thing um, and another thing that drives me crazy is it I hear people explain herniated discs all the time especially physical therapists and I'm not putting our profession down but this this sentiment drives me insane It's like, oh, well, think about your herniated disc like a jelly donut. So, like, when the jelly donut's squished, all the jelly shoots out of the back. And that's what's shooting out of your spine. Again, red jelly squirting out of a fucking donut and likening that to your spine. Like, it makes me feel like my spine is going to crumble and combust like a fucking jelly donut if an anvil's dropped on it. Why am I obsessed with anvils today? But that again like our especially when we don't really understand an issue that's going on our brain can go to scary places so you're ha- you're seeing these mini explosions on posters you're imagining exploding jelly donuts and you're thinking about your spine all of this together and it's just it makes us so fearful of doing anything wrong and we're being told sit-ups are wrong and twisting is wrong and lifting is wrong. And it's just, I don't understand where this is coming from. Our spine was meant to bend and twist. that It has a rotational component. It has what's called a forward flexion component. So that means bending over to touch your toes if you can. And it has an extension component, which means... Bending backwards, and it has what's called a lateral flexion component, which means bending to side to side. So your spine is actually actually needs to be given way more credit than it is. If you're doing a sit up, your spine is not going to explode. It's not going to make you debilitated for the rest of your life. That's just not truth. And I don't know why we are so afraid to move our bodies in certain ways. Um, it's just a lot. It's just a lot of lack of understanding about the biomechanics of the body and how important progressive loads and proper loading and proper exercise progression are. Like we give it, we don't give this realm any credit for doing anything. We are so based in fear and like assuming the victim role that it's just, this is what is making people's quality of life really shitty. And at young ages, like, there are people in their 30s that are like, oh, well, I'm 30. My doctor told me I had arthritis in my hip. So, I mean, I guess I can't run anymore. But that's just not, that's not the truth. Um, the victim mindset is just so, it's so strong, but it's so avoidable with the proper education. Um, I totally digressed on that one. So, Anyway, back to the MRI um, with the herniation. Now, I had, so what happens with the herniation and the bulging discs? Yes, and I get asked this all the time. Can my discs go back to where they were? Yes, they absolutely can. Surgery is not going to do this. So again, I'm talking about cases where you've been dealing with this. It's like an onset that's been happening for a while. There's no red flags happening most likely getting a surgery and having that disc excised is not going to alleviate your problem it'll it might alleviate your symptom it's not going to fix what might have caused that issue to begin with so if you're if you have a herniated disc a just because it's on the the mri doesn't mean it's necessarily causing any pathology or anything that's um that's reason for concern it's just something that's on your image like you can do something about it what so I don't when I have somebody that comes in with an MRI report say and they have a herniation in their lower back does it guide my treatment not really because I don't know how long that herniation's been there This person's 35 now. They could have had that herniation since they were 20, but they got their first MRI at 35, and that's what's being shown. It just never went back to quote-unquote normal. So you could have something on your image that shows up that was there for decades or years, and it's not new if nothing acute or traumatic has happened. And also, it doesn't mean... That that's the cause of your symptoms. So again, if I see somebody coming in with a herniated disc on their MRI, all right, whatever. Um, I write it in my note just to note it, but I'm not looking at that. Like I'm not looking at that herniation as being the cause of their symptoms. I'm looking at what movements make it worse. How do you look when you're lifting? How do you look when you walk? How do you look when you're going up and down the stair? What does your sensation look like? Like what? is contributing to your symptoms and your ailments. And I'm not going to blame it on a fucking herniated disc or a fucking arthritic spine. We're going to think of ways to kind of address the underlying problem, not just the symptoms, which is where like surgery for your spine with a disc excision Again, not on a red flag case scenario, but on a more routine, it's not going to do anything. Like you're still not fixing the underlying problem, which could be a movement problem. It could be a loading problem. It could be a lifestyle problem. It could be a lack of strength training problem. It could be an endurance problem. It could be anything. It's not the problem is not the fact that you have a herniated disc. The fact is, The problem is how did you get there and where do you go from there? So, um, as a summary, I don't give a shit about your x-ray or your MRI. If nothing crazy is going on, it's not an acute or traumatic injury. And I'm not saying that to be heartless. I'm just having you guys, like, I want you to think about the ways in which we, and we all do it. I do it too. The ways in which we catastrophize what's going on in our everyday lives to make us kind of like static and, complacent in accepting bullshit reasons why we can't do things so I can easily say like oh I can't hike because I have um arthritis in my ankle I know I have arthritis in my ankle but I also do stability exercises range of motion exercises endurance exercises and strengthening exercises for the ankle so that I can hike because I like hiking and I'm not going to let a diagnosis of arthritis in my ankle keep me from doing something I love. And again, um, I understand that I'm in a privileged place because I understand a lot of what's going on behind um, the actual imaging and what to do about it and what I should be taking seriously and what I should not. So I understand I'm coming from a way different place than the average healthcare consumer so I really employ you guys if there's something on an image you get an image you get even a diagnosis and you don't really understand it demand time from your provider to explain it to you in ways in which you understand and make sure you understand that before you leave the office and I get that our healthcare model is so fucked up that we have like five minutes with a provider but you know what you pay for insurance premiums or some of you pay for that visit out of pocket and you know what demand that fucking time demand those fucking answers i don't give a crap how pressed you are for time because you have 30 patients to see today you as a healthcare consumer deserve that. You deserve those answers. You deserve that one-on-one care. You fucking demand it. And if you don't have the answers from that person, then find somebody who give, somebody who will give those answers to you. Because a lot of times this piss poor advice is doing us way more harm than good. And it's robbing us of the lives we deserve. So... I really employ you to be educated on what you're receiving. Don't accept bullshit. Ask questions, demand answers. And we will see you on the next episode of Finally Fearless.